And with that, I say, welcome to Geeks with Kids, your bi-weekly geeky podcast from a parenting <laughs> point of view. <laughs> what? Hey, that just came out of nowhere, segue. didn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, we're here. It's 2020. We did an episode like two weeks ago. I'm not. I can't even say anything. <laughs> it was a good one. We talked about the Matrix and uh, the Witcher. It was a good episode. I like that one. It was a good one. It was good. Damn it. Good soup. Good soup. I'm gonna pop up this uh, this chat in case I have to look at it. Where are you, chat? It's a chat. This is one of those things where I'm old and I don't know how to do things anymore. Meemaw runs OBS <laughs> That I can figure out. Whoop, there you go. That was right in front of there. Cool, we're here. All right. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. I know we don't have Western music, but I couldn't find any royalty-free Western music. <laughs> so, here we go. Hey, Giraffe is here. Hi, Giraffe. Hey, Giraffe. We're going to swear the most giraffe. just for you. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. This is the yeah. most R-rated Firefly we're going to get. I'm not even going to say Goram anymore. Goram, just we're just going to go fuck shit. <laughs> fuck shit balls. How so, it was meant to be heard. So we're actually going to do a table read of an unproduced Firefly episode. This is episode called Dead or Alive, episode 1AG06. Which I guess it was somewhere in the middle, but they ended up taking oh, bits, number six. Maybe it was it was it was scheduled around there, but they ended up taking stuff out of this and popping it in other episodes that they did end up producing. So I'm gonna read out your cast list because I couldn't fit on the screen because there's too many of you fuckers Ooh, in in here. It happens. <laughs> it happens. It has begun. So the crew of the Serenity is Shepherd Book, Shouse, Wave. <laughs> Rivers played by yes. obviously Hawk. <laughs> of course. Simon's being played by Brent. There's Brent. Um Kaylee's Brit. Uh Jane. The one with the hat. Jen. I don't know why I'm stuttering here. I know you. Minar <laughs> is played by the lovely David. Where are you? There you are, top left. Wash. The the leaf on the wind is the one with the dinosaurs. Marcus. Dinosaurs. Is it eating what you're eating? It should be. Chris, okay. <laughs> you're inevitable betrayal. Uh our, our our lovely number two, Zoe, is played by Matt Moore. Captain. Captain. And our captain is played by Spears. Which, you know. I don't know, man. You got to play the lead and drop. I don't know how this happened. Right? <laughs> Two leads in a row. It's like, I don't know how it happened. Um, Spears I'm not going to say that I wrote the, the algorithm on that randomizer site you used, you but um, <laughs> I didn't not. Uh, it is a party, obviously, a giraffe. Um, we also have some secondary roles, you know, random crowd people played by Matt Moore and shows. That's me. We have a cashier played by Jen. I assume you're going to take off that hat at that moment. I don't know if you're just standing very still or you're frozen. I, I think she's, she's frozen. Frozen. <laughs> yeah. This will be an interesting ride, let me tell you, that everyone out there. Haunting. We also have Declan Everton, played by Brent. Azura, Azura, played by David. Jonah, played by Hawk. Quillen, played by, oh, Spears, did you switch that with Brittany? I can't remember who. I switched. Uh, I did. Okay. Quillen is me. Spears is playing, uh... Uh, Corporal Grayson and Brittany's playing Quillen. I gotta write that separate. Lieutenant Quillen, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That's and, what you guys kept saying. <laughs> and Marcus you is playing. the rank, not the person. Marcus play, is playing Commander Tanaka, which I assume 
It's going to be played by um, it, who would have been played in the actual show by Tamara Morrison, right? Just because it, it really? seems like no, no, yeah, I just assume not? it it seems yeah. like a role that he would play. Good luck pulling off that accent. Fuck <laughs> 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 no. Teaser is exterior Serenity ramp at night after they donate car what a motley group of immigrant workers walk down the ramp onto the dirt of a border planet mal and an equally motley bulbous man the cashier sorry jen uh count as they walk off 13 14 15 17 16 hey that beefy guy easily ate enough for two 16 17 18 I believe now we're up to off to the side of the larger guy. <laughs> Sorry. He was number seven. Guess you could be right. Must have forgot his knapsack. 18. Zoe follows the last two guys down the ramp. 19. 20. And done. The cashier hands Mal a wad of bills. Mal starts to count it. Not that I don't trust you. But I don't trust you. Mal counts the last bill, looks at the cashier. A beat. The cashier gives him two more bills, grumbles, ambles off. Ever full with the customer relations, sir. He works for the Alliance. And we work for him, which would technically mean we also work for the Alliance. Yep. Have to say, I'm not unhappy to be making a buck off them. Ah, uh, change is good. The crew? Like the making money off the Alliance bit. But really don't want to push it by taking in their celebrating. Makes me all twitchy. Oh, he just looks at him. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I screwed up already. Pow. Kaylee comes oh. running down the ramp, followed by Jane and Book. I'm terrible. <laughs> We're going to the fair. An hour, 60 minutes. Nothing more, nothing less, Miss Kaylee. Need to do the flippy his captain. We got you. Mal gives her money, then Jane and Book. Don't spend it all in one place. Kaylee puts one arm through Book, another through Jane. You can win me stuff. My pleasure. Always have enjoyed guessing games. Nope. I win it. I keep it. Mal hands money to Wash. Wash swings his arm around Zoe's shoulders. Let's go get us some of those curly carrots. Love him deep Wash starts to move her off. Zoe stops him, turns to Mal. Captain? Yeah, Dad, can we go? Promise we'll be back before midnight. Zoe gives him a look. Go. Wouldn't want to be responsible for cold curly carrots. Thanks, sir. They move off, not quite as happily as before. Mal, money in hand, turns to the next person in line. It's Inara. Yes, I'm not giving you money. No. Well, unless there's some kind of benefit for the exchange of said money? Definitely no. <laughs> then I suppose the least I can do is escort you to the fair. How adolescent and charming of you. They start to walk off when Mal notices Simon at the top of the ramp. Mal approaches him. Hey. River's never been to the fair, and she hasn't had a chance to do much that is fun in a while. Alliance Jail could be fun. Of course, I just... I had to ask. For River. She'll understand. Sure. Mal moves back down the ramp to Inara. 
Everything okay? Kids wanted to go to the fair. They step away, pull back and up to the windows of the bridge where River wistfully looks out, dissolved to exterior fair night. It's a wonderful wonderland of lights, tents, games, and carnival atmosphere. The fair is played out in a field in front of a large factory. A mixed crowd of border folk and alliance meander the festivi festivities. Kaylee with a coiled shaped cotton candy walks into frame alongside Book. You shouldn't feel bad you didn't guess the fat lady's weight. I actually thought it was kind of sweet to drop 50 pounds. Seemed uh, a wise choice. She was an awfully big lady. Don't she just love the fair? <laughs> Have you always been this happy? The day I was born. Seemed like on all choices, happy just belonged to me. They pass. Jane. <laughs> Tell a direction. Yeah. Oh shit, that is still direction. <laughs> That's a weird way to put it. Who's throwing darts at the last yellow balloon left on the game wall? Five unsuccessful darts around the balloon. Jane steadies, carefully throws his last dart. It misses. Gorillet! Jane pulls out his knife and just skewers the last balloon. The vendor quickly hands him the big prize, a green fuzzy turtle, then struggles to pull out Jane's knife. Jane happily admires his turtle, passes him. R. Zoe and Wash. Wash eats from the carton of curly fried carrots. I'm just saying that every once in a while, it'd be nice to have a clear every single thing. For the last, for the last time, he's the captain. Well, let out some of the starch, darling. Like you're, you're not in the military anymore. It's not that. It's yeah, yeah. I know. Who you are. The code. They pass. Malin and Nara. Inara has her eyes closed and a plastic ring in her hand. In front of her, in a booth, is a spinning ball with lots of long pointy sticks attached. Mal next to her guides her arm. Why do I have to close my eyes? Makes it more challenging. Inara tosses the ring. It almost nails the vendor who's helping someone else on the other side. Inara opens her eyes. How'd I do? Perhaps challenging was not the best place to start. Mal picks up a few rings, tosses one. He makes it. I do end up doing the most interesting things with... <clears throat> since I came aboard the Serenity. Now you can't let me... Now you can't tell me that an attractive lady like yourself has never been escorted to a fair. <laughs> they weren't quite the thing where I was raised. Mal stops, not loving that comment, then tosses another ring. Makes it again. Poor little Inara, not allowed to get her hands dirty with the common folk. That's not what I... Malthar's another. I guess not everyone's lucky enough to fulfill their lifelong dream of becoming an expert ring tosser. Inara stalks off. Mal drops the rest of the rings on the edge, follows her, dogging her steps. Where I was raised, we'd celebrate the, the Fountain of Shadow with a fair, just like this one. That is until the Alliance outlawed our quaint celebration. It was a little against unification spirit. Guess your folk wouldn't mind, though, with it not exactly being quite the thing. They stop near a stage where the Alliance Mucky Muck, Commander Tanaka, dedicated dedicates the new factory. A large banner hangs above him. Alliance rewards those who reward themselves. Thanks to the good Alliance people of Papina, our gearship factory is opening 10 days ahead of schedule. The crowd around the stage cheers. Mal claps, hollers. Woo! Oh yeah! Let's all hear it for the good alliance! Mal. 
just being supportive. Oh, sorry, did that offend you? You probably supported him in the war. Inara doesn't say anything. Mal stares at her. Yes, we really aren't quite the thing, are we? Kaylee races up, pulls on Inara's sleeve. I'll have to come see the tattoo guy. His tattoos keep changing colors. There's this one that's a sunrise. Looking at them. I interrupt him. No. Wouldn't touch those tattoos if I were you. Be a shame if you got your hands all dirty. Inara lets Kaylee drag her off. Mal turns back to Tanaka. Urbina was scarcely surviving. Barely more than a piece of barren rock. But now with the Alliance factory opening, you and your families will be able to lead a full, satisfying life. Mal turns and runs right into Lieutenant Quillen. 40, tough female head of security on this planet. Go Alliance! He turns to quickly leave them. When, boom, the factory spectacularly blows up. A huge fireball goes into the sky and shards of metal and wreckage are strewn into the crowd. The force of the explosion knocking people to the ground, including Mal. End of teaser. <clears throat> dun dun dun! Now, now, now oh, normally oh, we'd, I, I, would, I would run credits or... You know, something like that. That was just delayed enough to get a Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, the hat. Oh boy. Oh. Oh, this was for some mother's milk. Take my love, take my land, take me where I cannot stand. I don't care, I'm still free. You can't take the sky from me. We can't give you DMC. To the black, tell them I ain't coming back. Burn the land and boil the sea. You can't take the sky from me There's no place I can be Since I found serenity You can't take the sky from me Yay, there we go we Spaceship awesome. No, the hat doesn't work <laughs> All right. <laughs> Act one. Exterior fair night. Mouse struggles to his feet. A bit dazed. Carnage all around. People crying, screaming, bleeding. Parents desperately hunt for their children among the smoke and wreckage. Oh no. I turned the page. Uh, Mal starts moving, searching the devastation for his people. Like everyone else, his clothing is dirty. Bits of ash, debris on it. Finally, Inara sees. No, finally sees Inara lying on the ground on her side, rushes over to her. Inara! She moves, stunned but unhurt. Starts to sit up. Mal helps her. Are you okay? Yeah, you? Fine. What happened? Quickly looks around. Kaylee? Kaylee! Kaylee! She's muted! <laughs> yeah, I muted when you were singing to be nice, sorry. <laughs> I really sold that line too, but now you heard it. <laughs> I'm here. They both turn. A day's Kaylee walks up, kneels down next to both of them, hugs Inara. Inara looks up at Mal. The others? 
I don't know. Cut to exterior fair. Continuous. Over near a decimated tent, Zoe and Wash help each other stand, brush each other off, speechless, as they soak in everything around them. You sure you're okay? I think we lost your curly carrots. Wash puts an arm around her shoulders, leans into her. You can always buy me more. Zoe leans back into Wash, thankful. What the hell happened? Concussion bomb, probably tied to the factory's power grid. Local remote trigger. Okay. Thanks. That doesn't make me feel better. We need to find everyone else. Wash nods. They move out. Cut to exterior fair. Continuous. Jane sits up, knocks a couple of pieces of burnt wood off himself. The turtle, a bit singed, sits on Jane's lap. Jane, hand clutched around it. Jane stands. His turtleneck took a hit. It's a bit floppy with stuffing coming out. Jane pushes the stuffing back in. Tucks the turtle under his arm. Starts moving. Cut to exterior fair. Continuous. Mal and Kaylee help Inara stand. Zoe and Wash come up behind. Mal turns to them. We need to get out of here. Sir? Thanks. No, really. We're good. Fine. Little bruised. You? This place is going to be crawling with Alliance security. He glances at Inara and Kaylee. Head back to the ship. We'll find Book and... Jane approaches. Turtle in hand. Holds it up. <laughs> Jane. Jane, cinch my turtle. Whoop. Is that a... Yeah. That's a line. That's a line. Sorry. <laughs> That's a line. Yeah. Jane, cinch my turtle. <laughs> Jane, cinch my turtle. Cinch my turtle. When we do this for real, it'll be much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. This is the practice round, obviously. Cinch my turtle. They all stare at him. I'll find a medic. Thanks. Kaylee looks around at all the wreckage, sees bodies not moving, crying children, so much destruction. A man, Azuria Calvert, 50, armor, farmer type, hugs his dead wife. Kaylee turns to Mal. Who would do this? Not for us to find out. Mal nods at Inara. Time to go. Kaylee lets herself be led away. Mal turns to Wash. Go with them. Yeah, I know. Get the ship ready, fly, copy. Wash with one glance, last glance at Zoe, follows Kaylee and Inara. He catches up with Kaylee, puts his arm around her. Mal looks around, finally sees Book. Book's picking up a man's shoulders, <laughs> picked up a man's shoulders, and is dragging him towards a large tent <laughs> being used as a triage center. Mal jogs over, grabs the man's feet, and walks with Book. Thanks. No problem. They walk into interior trios tent, continuous, where people are trying to help the injured. Mostly confusion at this point. Book and Mal set Guy on a table. A woman comes over to check him out. Mal and Book step aside. We need to be leaving? There's work to be done here. In case you've forgotten, Shepard, we've got two Alliance fugitives on our ship. Afraid not anymore. Mal turns. Simon rushed inside, carrying his medical bag. He moves over to a groaning man, starts shouting orders as he examines the man. We need to categorize the injuries, identify the most critical. A woman rushes over to Simon as he starts pulling things out of his bag. Son of a... So he comes up behind Mal. Sir? Mal nods towards Simon. Looks like we're staying a bit. Good, we can use the help. Book moves towards the entrance of the tent. Mal looks at Zoe, then follows. Exterior fair, night, later. Mal and Zoe clean off their hands at the pump water faucet. A crowd mills around the open area. Some are trying to clean up, some still moving wreckage. But many, just angry and frustrated. Simon should be done in a couple hours. As soon as he is, we're out of here. 
Captain. Zoe nudges Mal. An officious alliance officer, Corporal Grayson, 20s, calm link in hand, quickly moves towards Lieutenant Quillen. We ran the manifest from the factory through the cortex and flagged one of the workers. Suspicious background. Quillen takes the calm link, looks at an image of Declan Everton, late 20s, a few paragraphs of text next to the image. Quillen quickly scans it. Independent in the war? Let's bring him in. We're searching for him now. An independent did this? Quillen spins around. She didn't realize the crowd had come so close to her. An angry local stands right behind her. The crowd is pressing up behind him. Who is it? Not your business. Not our business. This is our town. These are our people. Reinforcements. Grayson moves off. Quillen turns back to the crowd. Alliance Justice will handle this man. It's one of them Gorham brown coats, right? Had to be from the factory. Well, that guy working electric, he never drank with us. <laughs> Settle down. Yeah, too good for us, lion sack of. I saw him in the saloon. The crowd starts searching. Stop it now! Stop. The angry local just pushes past her. Out of our way. The mob surges with an angry local. Mal and Zoe, watch, watch from the side. They talk quietly. This is getting ugly. What do you want to do? Grab Simon. It's time to go. As the crowd moves all around them, Mal and Zoe quietly walk towards the triage tent. They pass a group of bodies. Azuria touches his wife's face, unable to believe she's gone, kisses her forehead, not even paying attention to the commotion all around him. Shouts ring out. Azuria looks up. We got him! More shouts are heard as the crowd surges closer to Mal and Zoe, who stop moving. They fade into the background. The surging crowd drags the, a man past them. The guy wears a brown coat similar to Mal's. Mal and Zoe look at each other. The mob drop the guy in the middle of the crowd. The angry, the angry local kicks him. Murderous independent! Azuria breaks the crowd, pushes the angry local to the side, just starts wailing on the independent. Bang! Lieutenant Quillen shoots her gun into the air. <laughs> Grayson and a couple of armed Alliance soldiers are with her. Next person to touch that man is dead. The crowd and Azuria reluctantly back away from the barely breathing man. Quillen reholsters her gun, grabs some papers from Grayson, weeds through the people. Gets to the guy, bends down, turns him over. He's a mess. Not him. Quillen stands. The crowd's starting to quiet. We know who the culprit is, and he's no longer in town. He's taken the land shuttle. She nods to her soldiers, who pick up the mistaken guy and move him off to the crowd. There's a bounty for whoever captures this guy. $10,000. He has to be brought in alive. If anyone harms the target, they'll face Alliance justice. Mouse snorts at that, so he elbows him to be quiet. Every available ship and port is now under my control. Alliance personnel and volunteers will be assigned to each in order to go after and apprehend the target. Captains, please report to Corporal Grayson. A couple of men head over to Grayson's. Mal and Zoe share a look. Quillen walks straight up to Mal. Captain Reynolds. Yep. I'll be going with you. Shiny. Quillen hands him a piece of paper. Our target. Have your ship ready to go by 0100. She walks back to Grayson. Mal glances down at the picture. We can tell him we're grounded. Kaylee can fake a problem with the engine. It shouldn't be that hard. Piss in hell. Sir? 
He nudges her, shows her the picture of Declan. It's Private Everton. Guess we're going a posse and... Mal crumbles up the paper, throws it on the ground. End of Act 1. Did anyone want to grab water at this point? Everyone is a good actor here. Good job. Act 2. Water. Exterior Serenity Ramp. Night. <laughs> Your prop mug. We have to drink out of the prop mugs. Oh, I said uh, my cop mug. Oh, oh. <laughs> Mal speaks with Inara, who has River next to her. Don't talk to anyone. Thanks, Mal. I think I've got that covered. Okay, fine, but don't let Moonpie talk to anyone either. You think you can handle these guys, but just don't let your guard down. Inara bristles a bit. But then River motions Mal over to her, like she has a secret. Yeah? Purple elephants are flying. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you, Hawk. <laughs> the Oscar goes to. <laughs> Good. Thanks for the update. Lieutenant <laughs> Quinn approaches. Mal turns to Inara. The Alliance has assured us the delay won't be long, miss. Inara nods, starts walking River down, her hand on River's arm. Colin stops her as they pass. My apologies for the inconvenience. It's no problem. I hope you catch the monster responsible. We will. I'm going to the fair. <laughs> Colin looks at her strangely. Mal steps up, motions Inara and River down. If you'll stop bothering my paying customers, we can be off. There'll be three others joining us. Two skeevy-looking bounty hunters, Jonah, a talker, and Mather, a grunter, comes up. Shit, I don't think I put Mather in here. Jonah checks out Serenity. Well, shoot, doubt this piece of rust and dust would be able to find a stick of dynamite up a donkey's ass. <laughs> Well, lucky for us, there's no donkeys on this planet. They move into the cargo bay as Zuria comes up. Zuria doesn't even look at them, just walks up and into the cargo bay, his big shotgun strapped to his back. <laughs> One group? Better be able to control them. They disrupt my ship and I'm tossing them off. I don't need to remind you, Captain, who's in charge here. Never had no doubts about that. We're checking the northern sector. I'll give your pilot the coordinates. Quillen walks up. Mal looks around, then follows. Interior triage night. Tent. <laughs> In a quiet corner, Book prays over an elderly male body. Beat. Pulls the sheet over his head, then moves on to the next body. There's a whole row of them. Pull back to see the energy and flurry all around of people trying to save lives. It's a hodgepodge of folks, most not really knowing what they're doing, but trying. They're making do with whatever they can find. Simon's the only one with any real triage experience. He's currently bandaging a drooping man around his ribs. He sees Inara and River enter the tent. River races over to him. Simon. Simon. The fair. Inara quickly approaches. I'm sorry. I didn't think anywhere else was safe. No, it's fine. Cotton candy. Play. Play. Simon glances at some Alliance soldiers helping others over against a, fair, a far wall. Simon grabs Inara's hand, places it on the bandage. Hold this steady. Firm. Okay. 
Simon leads River over to a quiet corner. Simon sits her down. River drops down cross-legged on the dirt. Please, River, wait here. Pretty blue ocean. Waves crashed. Castle all knocked down. You have to be quiet. Good. Please. It's important. River smiles, starts playing, running her fingers through the dirt, making circular patterns. Simon watches her for a beat, then moves back to Inara. Thank you. What should I do? Simon hands her a roll of bandages. Tie it off. Simon, I'm good with anatomy, but not like this. You'll do fine. <laughs> Will you do fine? Sure. Simon nods, then starts cleaning his tools to go on to the next patient. Inara starts awkwardly to finish the bandage. A flurry at the tent pulls both of their eyes. Two aligned soldiers, with Grayson hovering next to them, bring in a stretcher. Doctor! Over here. Simon points to the empty table next to Inara. They bring over the stretcher, set it down. It's Commander Tanaka. He's issuing orders even though he's in great pain. His arms wrapped around his stomach. Grayson, update. They just got him free. The wreckage had him trapped. Now! Grayson rushes off. Simon, worried, looks over to River, who's still quietly playing. Then to Anara. Anara shares his look. Not sure what to do, they hear the rumble as exterior town night effect. A shiny alliance shuttle rises, followed by three spaceships of various spaces, shapes and size. None of them particularly elegant or new. The final liftoff is Serenity. All the ships going off in a different direction. Interior Serenity Bridge, Knight. Wash flies, checks his controls in the background while Mal and Zoe discuss. Everton, come on. He was so by the book, he'd get upset if I pissed without getting your approval to leave. Remember when he wanted to write up Winters because he wouldn't shave? Well, it was a pretty stupid looking mustache. Yeah. Only time I ever agreed with him. Just like the Alliance to want to convict a man with no evidence. We need to reach him first. If we don't, he's going to be railroaded. Or worse, dead if that lynch mob gets to him. Quillen enters. Zoe goes to check on Wash. Lieutenant! Anything from the other ships? No. So, do you guys have anything on this guy? Other than that, he was an independent? I have my men checking other leads. But to be honest, Captain, it feels right. Really? And you deduced that by some sort of intuition. I deduced that by the fact that he ran. Sure, gotcha. Good logic. Seems all manner of smart. Of course, guess I'd run too if I had a herd of yokels looking to beat the horse's snot out of me. Colin checks out Mal's brown coat. You're an independent? It was called that at one time. Loaded stare. Then Quillen gets a beep from her comlink. She takes it off her belt, reads it. Found a trail? Mal shares a look with Zoe. Interior Serenity dining room, night. Jane sits at a table with Jonah and Mather. They're comparing weapons. Jane has out of his <laughs> Jane has out his big ass gun. Jonah's more sleek, shiny while Mather has a wicked looking energy powered crossbow. They all ignore Azuria who sits in the corner. Jonah lifts Jane's gun. Nice heft. You should see the hole it can make in a man. Jane holds his hand five inches apart. Sweet. But for pure accuracy, can't beat my compressed air gun. Cut clean through a roach's butt at 100 yards. Of course, not as pretty as Mathers. Jonah picks up the crossbow, 
toss it to Jane. Kaylee walks in, ignoring the boasting at the table, and goes to get herself some coffee. Nuclear power pack, 200 PSI, titanium arrows go through 10 inches steel. Good work. Personally, I would have gone with the T4 model at 300 PSI, but uh, you'll get the job done. Mather grunts. <laughs> Kaylee sees Azuria, walks over to him. Did they offer you any coffee? It's a bit sludgy and gross tasting, but punch will keep going till dawn. Azuria doesn't look up as he talks. Is anyone no, playing that character? Yeah, we sorry. Have an Azuria? <laughs> I was muted. <laughs> no. No, no, thank you. Um, okay. Kaylee turns to go, but turns back, hard on her sleeve. I saw you at the fair. Well, after the fair, after the... I'm so sorry. Was that your... No, thank you. Okay, you don't want to talk. I don't blame you, but... If you ever feel like you do. No. Beat. Then Kaylee moves away. Cues in on what's being said at the table. So, me and Mather, all into this factory gig, just came in on this ship yesterday. Couldn't be as bad as some other we've done before. But now that job's all done, all been done. <laughs> Can never depend on no job. Mather just grunts again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But then this bounty thing came up, and hey, I can shoot. This could be a deal, maybe even better. Make more doing this than working at that rotten factory for a month. Jane sets down Mather's weapon, sits up straighter in his chair, kind of squares off with Jonah. Uh, nothing personal with all that bad luck and your fancy weapons and such, but just so we're clear, Tony's mine. Now... Not that I don't appreciate a man that who's all boasty about his weapons, but... Kaylee steps up to the table. What are you saying? Huh? You insensitive louts. If you know shame, people lost their lives. All you can think about is money. She smacks Jane on the head, storms out. Hey! Jane rubs his head. The other louts laugh. Azuria never moves. Interior of Triad's tent night. Inara finishes bandaging a little girl's arm. Inara wears a white apron over her clothes. You'll be okay now, sweetie. Inara picks up the little girl and looks around for someone to take her, but everyone's busy. She's not sure what to do. Someone taps her on the arm. She turns. It's River, holding out her arms. That's all right, River. I'm sure her mother is around here somewhere. Mother gone. River runs her hand down the little girl's hair. Oh. Inara? River holds her arms out again. Inara hesitates. Inara! Inara hands the little girl over to River. River smiles at the girl and then carries her back to where she was sitting. Exterior of Verbana skyline. Night. Effect. The uh, winking lights of the five ships, including Serenity, can be seen in the darkness as the ship flies a similar path. I should have brought my little Serenity model out. Uh, <laughs> interior Serenity Bridge. Night. Washes flying as, as Zoe enters. Captain should be right behind me. Wash checks something else on his controls. Keeps watching those as he talks with Zoe. Zoe? Yeah? What if this guy, you know, did it? Trust me, darling. This guy couldn't even tie his shoelaces if it wasn't described to him using step-by-step -step graphics. Sure. But, well, people change. 
All we want to do is hear his story. We at least own that. Besides, I trained this guy. Mal steps into the discussion. Zoe straightens. One would hope he'd have had a smarter escape plan than limping along in a land shuttle. What's up? Uh, flight plan. Uh, we'll be on him in another hour. And? For the last while, the pattern the shuttle is flying will continually repeated. Every dig, every bag, a little too precise for the human at the wheel. Mal and Zoe look at each other. She bailed out. Knew we'd catch up to him. Do you think the other ships will pick up on it? Wish I could count on him being stupid, but our luck's never been that good. Track it back. See where it dropped. I'll go explain it to our guest. Wash nods, turns back to his controls as Mal exits. Interior Serenity, forward corridor, night. Mal talks with Quillen. You're not trying to keep me away from the other target, are you, Captain? Yes! Your instincts are incredible! <laughs> Actually, my instincts are usually pretty dead on. Right now, they're telling me they're not sharing everything, you know. Fine. I'll turn the ship back around and we can follow all the other dupes. And when we take down an empty ship, then... Okay. Play it your way. Mal nods, turns to go back to the bridge. Captain? Yeah? Hold up your service record. And? You're very loyal to your troops. An admirable quality, but... I hope you're not under any illusions that just because this man was an independent, that he's innocent, and he needs your protection. The war was a while's back. Now I'm just looking to make that bounty. Mal turns back to the bridge. Quillen's not convinced. Interior triage tent, night. Simon uses his fancy tools to save Tanaka. Inara assists, blood smeared on her apron, her arms. Tanaka's barely conscious. Simon has a metal tool holding the wound open. Keep this steady. Inara does. Tries not to look down. Simon reaches in to do something icky that we don't see. Grayson appears. Simon sees him. Continues to operate as he talks. Not now. Whatever fell on him caused internal bleeding, and since we don't exactly have x-ray equipment here, I've had to operate. But Tanaka stirs. Spots Grayson. Struggles to talk. Before... In can They believe the target had dropped onto land. They're currently heading into the estimated drop zone, books, sir. Books come up near Simon and Inara, putting clean bandages to the table behind them. I think that was an owl. It was a bri- <laughs> <laughs> It was a private in the wars. Independent. Damn brown coat. White coat. We had chance. Book leans closer to Inara as she grabs some of the bandages he just put down. Always thought you needed a bit more evidence to convict a man than the color of his coat. So did I. Inara turns back to help Simon. Exterior Serenity Ramp. Forest Edge. Night. 
Mal, Zoe, Jane, Quillen, Jonah, Mather, and Azuria come down Serenity's ramp, each holding glow sticks. They're part lantern, part flashlight. Mal checks out the landscape as Colin preps the troops. I'm laughing at my own jokes, goddammit. <laughs> Keep in constant contact. We don't know how dangerous this man is. Assume he's armed. Not a problem. Mal quietly pulls Jane away from the others. Mal motions towards the opposite side of the clearing. That direction, like we talked. From the show. Yeah, but James watch out! <laughs> <laughs> Got Jane examines the bushes, sniffs one more time, then races towards headlong towards the bushes. Woo! He's fine! <laughs> the others follow him except for Zoe, <laughs> who heads over to Mal. Don't overplay it. Not full with the finesse. <laughs> At least he's effective. Stay away, you freak! <laughs> Lots of Jane crashy noises in the distance. Mal sadly shakes his head, then moves in the opposite direction. Denser brush this way. They move into it. Exterior forest night. Jane tromps through the forest, shining the flashlight part of his glow stick in front of him, searching behind trees, rocks, etc. Mal, come out wherever you are. We won't hurt you. But slowly stalking behind him are Jonah, Mather, and Azuria, all with weapons out. Exterior forest night. Mal and Zoe go carefully through the forest. Zoe squats down to check a bush. Mal sees a broken branch. Over here. Zoe stands, goes to him. They continue moving. Exterior forest night. Quillen follows Jane's path. Jane and Troop make noise in front of her. She stops, looks around, then turns back. Exterior forest clearing night. Mal and Zoe quietly enter. Mal watches the ground. He stops by a very thorny-looking bush. Think he's holing up? It's what I taught him to do. So your superior tracking skills are going to find him? Correction. My superior tracking skills have found him. Mal coolly reaches into the bush and proceeds to stick himself on a couple of thorns. Quickly pulls his hand out. Sucks on a finger. Ow! Go ram it, Declan! Come out! Declan Everton, late 20s. Nervous nodge. Uh... Notch calls out, looks at Mal, surprised. Sergeant Reynolds? Zoe? Mal looks at Zoe, smug. Exterior Force, night. Quillen, now with her gun out, has completely separated from Jane's group. She quietly continues on her path. Exterior Force, clearing night. Declan shaking Mal's hand. Zoe's. I ran as soon as I heard where the crowd was heading. We're sure they were going to get me. God, it's good to see you guys. <laughs> you too. I didn't do it, Sergeant Reynolds, I swear. Mal puts his hand on Declan's shoulder. I know. And Mal clocks him, knocks him to the ground. So he looks at Mal's surprise. Quillen steps into the clearing, gun raised. We've apprehended your bounty. Quillen checks them all out. Still a little suspicious, but she walks up to them. Good. Mal and Zoe roughly pull a quiet Declan to his feet. Quillen finally holsters her weapon, steps forward and cuffs Declan's hands, in front of him. Ka-chunk. They all turn. Azuria has his shotgun right, aimed right at Declan. End of Act 2. Dun dun dun! Act 3! Uh, Exterior Forest clearing night! Azuria still has his shotgun aimed straight at Declan. Colin steps between them into the line of fire. Gun in her hand. Zoe and Mal will off to the side, assessing. Don't want to do this. If you don't move, 
then I'll just shoot right through you. This man's gonna stand trial. Step back. Mal comes close to Azuria. Azuria doesn't waver, but... Stop moving! Mal stops. You don't set down your gun. I'll be forced to kill you. I'm already dead. Nothing else matters except I take this with me. Now move! Cullen stands firm. Declan stays entrenched behind her. This really isn't the way to do this. Shut up! No, I mean, you need to angle higher if you're hoping to shoot both of them. Mal carelessly moves forward as he talks. Zoe fades further to the side, watching Mal. Unsnaps the button, holding her gun. Though I'd step back a pace if I were you. Might be a bit messy with all that blood and gore and everything. Uh, move, please! Quillen lets Mal talk. Not that I don't get your reasons and everything, but come on, you're not a murderer. And that's what you'd be, you pull that trigger. Thirty years we've been married, last week. Not always best of times being out here, but we were there for each other. Always there! Couldn't think of my life without her! Can't think! Then you need to ask yourself, would your wife really want you to throw away your life like this? Azuria hesitates for a second, then steadies his shotgun. Azuria. Azuria's finger starts pressing the trigger. Mal, realizing he's going to shoot, moves towards him. Suddenly, spotlights from the other ships shine down. Dirt stirring down, stirring up from the downdraft. Azuria looks up, startled. Mal wrestles the shotgun out of his hand. It's over. <laughs> It'll never be over. Anger. Good emotion. Let's get that all out. Coolin's clamped a hand on Declan's arm, uses her other hand to talk into her comlink. Mal turns to Zoe, who has her gun sights on Azuria. Take him back to the ship. Zoe pushes Azuria in front of her, quietly turns to Mal. Move in speech, sir. Really? Was afraid it might have come off a little insincere. Zoe just moves Azuria away. Mal walks over to Quillen. Mal points towards the ships above them. Gonna let them set down? Not that I don't think you can keep them all from lynching our target. You know you being so successful with that one guy. I'm not landing. Good. They will be escorting us back to town. Quillen grabs Declan, pushes him in front of her, starts walking. Mal glances up at the other ships, then follows. Interior triage intent, night. A weary Inara carries clean water through the room. She loses her grip on the bucket. It slips, dropping to the floor, sloshing water onto the dirt, onto her shoes. Inara bends down next to the bucket, tired, a bit overwhelmed. And the beautiful princess every night prayed for her handsome prince. Inara stands turns. Behind her is River, who's currently surrounded by a group of children, some bandaged, most sleepy. Another child is added to the group as Inara watches. To fight through the terrible ivy of thorns and climb up to her room and slay all the wicked, evil demons. Inara smiles at the spellbound children, then takes a deep breath, picks up the bucket, moves on. She threads back through the people and tables to Simon. Grayson, Grayson's back near Tanaka's head. Inara sets the water on a table, starts to clean off the blood of <laughs> starts to clean the blood off some of the utensils, places them next to Simon. Simon's hands are still in Tanaka. Thank you. I've cauterized one laceration. 
If I can just reroute this crushed artery. Tanaka groans, barely conscious, in major pain. Um, a local's wearing off. He's lost too much blood to be put completely under. Tanaka groans again. Simon, <laughs> Simon loads some liquid onto his hypo gun, presses it to Tanaka's neck. A beat. Tanaka's size visibly relaxes. Looks at Grayson. Sir! Go. Get estimated time. Yes, sir! Grayson hurries off. Tanaka can't feel anything below his neck. Gathers more strength without the pain. Though still pretty breathless. Pain. Gone. You may feel good, but it's just an illusion. You need to relax. I should be done soon. What? Give me. Simon pays more attention to what he's doing than what he's telling Tanaka. Moxasaline B. Fancy stuff from Border Doctor. Inara looks up at Simon, then puts her hand on Tanaka's shoulder. Please don't exert yourself. Not to mention tools. Without Tanaka seeing it, Inara puts her hand on Simon's arm, squeezing it to warn him. Simon glances quickly up at Inara. Interior Serenity Bridge. Night. Wash at the controls. Zoe talks with Jane behind him. I want you to have your gun ready. Be prepared. What? To run or fight? Either. Both. Rotten way. We earned that bounty. Wash spins around. Wash stands. Faces Zoe. Gun candy? You're not thinking about shooting a bed. Tell me you're not gonna freaking shoot an alliance officer do you know what they'll do to declan if we take him in what he'll get a fair trial yeah right from the alliance well unless he's guilty that hasn't been proven and until it is we don't abandon one of our men i wasn't in no war with you he isn't one of my men don't be stupid what did i sign up on good ship suckers i said be ready goramit so be ready zoe storms out Wash piss, pissed, drops into his chair, spins it back to the controls. Jane kicks the wall. Interior Serenity, spare, spare crew quarters, night. Declan still in cuffs, paces while Mal leans against the downed ladder. Shuttle, that's all I'd need. Okay, maybe a little money, but I promise I'll pay you back. Hold for a minute. Firstly, I need the story of what happened back there. Look, I swear, I'm just helping them build the factory. It wasn't the best job, but it's to get any work after the war. No one wants to hire an independent. I'm untrustworthy just because we lost. Yeah, in there. You know the Alliance will just pin this all on me like they're actually doing something out here. I don't want to cause trouble for you or your crew, Sarge, but we're on the same side. You gotta get me out of here. Boots thunk above Mal's head. He looks at Declan, puts finger over his lips. Quillen comes down. Lieutenant? Quillen waits until she's down and facing Mal to show she's overheard. Declan sits on the bed, lets them fight it out. You served with this man? I was his sergeant. And you didn't tell me? Seemed wise at the time. Sure. Goramit, Captain, how do you think this makes you look? Why don't you tell me? Like you helped him. Like I'm a sucker for trusting you. 
Ah, did you not see all those people dead? All those lives destroyed? I was there. Obviously not. You're helping a murderer. There's been no proof that he is or that we're involved. But hey, if your intuition's going, then how can the facts compare to that? We know who you are. Your ship, your crew. There's nowhere you could run. Now you're threatening me. Not threatening. Warning. Now get out. No one's allowed to access the prisoner from this point on. Off Mal. Pissed. Interior. Serenity. Passenger quarters. Night. Kaylee steps in from the corner. She's carrying a tray of mushy food for Azuria. Thought you might be a bit hungry? Azuria doesn't even respond. He's sitting on the bed. She sets the food on the table next to him. It's not that good, but supposedly nutritious. Isn't it amazing how things that are so good for you always taste the worst? No response. So Kaylee starts moving back to the door. Azaria raises his bloodshot eyes to Kaylee. You ever love someone so much that you couldn't imagine taking a breath without them being there to hear it? To share it? No. But if I did, maybe I'd want to make sure the person responsible for him dying would also end up just as dead. Kaylee exits into interior serenity passenger hallway. Continuous. Kaylee rests against the side, upset. She pushes herself up, turns to go, and almost runs right into Jane. Jane's got his turtle right under his arm. Hey. Sorry. Got any thread? Jane holds up the turtle. Next is almost gone. Poppy next making me sad. No. Kaylee moves to go around him. Jane checks her out. Red Yokel didn't pester you or anything. No, I'm okay. Don't look it. Come on, Jane, silly. You know me. I'm always okay. Kaylee goes past him. Jane watching her. Jane looks at his turtle, glances in the direction that Kaylee went, looks at his turtle. Like he just might give it to her. Nah. <laughs> he tucks the turtle back under his arm, walks <laughs> off. <laughs> Interior triage tent night. Simon's been fielding Tanaka's questions and the strange and the strain is showing. Inara is next to him. Simon never looks up from the surgery as he talks. From where? Please, you need to reserve your strength. Answer? I told you the core. Why here? Commander. I'd never been off planet before last year. I just wanted a chance to see more of the universe. To travel. Persephone? I've visited many different worlds since then. Persephone might have been one of them. You're a liar. Bad one. We'll find out why. If you continue to talk and keep your adrenaline levels high, then it won't matter what you find out because you're going to bleed out and be dead. Simon turns back to the surgery, but not before glancing over at River. Pushes in, on River telling her story to the children. She's smiling, enjoying herself. And then the beautiful princess got tired of waiting for her handsome prince and tried to escape. But they found her, and to punish her, they locked her in a smelly white cold room where the evil blue demon strapped electrodes to her face and started to shock her. Zap, 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 until she couldn't stop screaming. 
Only no one could hear. River's still smiling. The kids, not so much. In fact, they're just a little bit freaked out by the story and by the freaky lady telling it. Interior Serenity Cargo Bay, night. Mal and Zoe finish checking a weapon stash that's hidden in one of the secret compartments. No one's gonna tell me what to do on my ship before I figure out what I'm gonna do. Then you know what you're gonna do? They close up the compartment, stand up, start walking towards the door. No. <laughs> But if we run, we'll be flagged in the cortex and become sitting ducks for any Alliance cruiser sailing by. They walk through the door into Interior Serenity Passenger Lounge, continuous. They continue to talk as they pass the infir in infirmary. God. Okay, then we don't run, which means we don't fight. Yep. Then we sit on our butts and let Declan fry. He's one of ours. Thank you, Queen of the Not Helpful. I know that. Well, time's short, and not that I don't enjoy watching you mull over a brilliant plan, sir, but... Hey, if you- Malson stops, looks at the door where they're keeping Azuria. It's wide open. He and Zoe look at each other. Um, Mal, and they- uh, And start running up the stairs, both pulling out their guns as they go. They end up in the interior Serenity rear corridor. Mal and Zoe race through into interior dining room and stop quickly as they almost trip over an unconscious Jonah. Zoe bends down, examines him. Alive, but his gun's missing. They stand, continue through the dining room into the forward corridor. Mal and Zoe step by the open hatch where Declan is being held. The ladder is down. Mal, gun in hand, slides down the ladder into the spare crew quarters. Mal lands, turns, but all is quiet. Zoe drops down behind him. Azuri is on the ground, eyes staring, neck broken, dead. What? A groan behind Mal. In the corner is Quillen, knocked out, starting to come around. Declan? He's going for a shuttle. Check on Quillen. Tell Jane to find the other yokel and sit on him. Mal starts climbing. Serenity forward corridor. Mal jumps up into the foredeck. Gun still out. Races into the forward stairwell leading into the cargo bay. And is hit in the jaw right as he enters. He goes, oh, he goes end over end down the stairwell, ending with a thump on the catwalk. His gun goes flying over the edge. Mal stumbles to his feet. Above him, Declan closes and locks the door. Declan turns has Jonah's gun at his side. Starts coming down the stairs. Oh, sorry about that, Sarge. I thought it was the Fed. Sure, not a problem. What the hell is going on? That yokel tried to kill me. That I can believe. I've gotten a little better on the punches. I've got to get out of here. You didn't have to break his neck. It was instinct, I swear. Sure. Mal moves towards Declan. Declan raises his gun a bit. You believe me, don't you, Sarge? Mal stops. End of Act 3. Act 4, Interior Serenity, Cargo Bay. Declan still has his gun raised on Mal. Declan starts moving back on the catwalk towards the shuttle. Mal casually follows. Sure, I believe you. Just take me to the shuttle. You can call the Alliance. That I held a gun on you, or you can tell the Alliance I held a gun on you. Which you happen to be actually doing. Not by choice. Mal leans back against the railing. So you did do it. That stops Declan. Declan looks at Mal for a beat. Seems to calm, become stronger, tougher. And if I did? Was an Alliance factory. Why would I give a... 
Why would why would I care about that? <laughs> Declan isn't completely sold. Of course, I'm a bit pissed that your explosion almost took out my people. Hell, almost took me out. Would have warned you if I'd known. No, you wouldn't have. Trained you better than that. Never take your eyes off the target. They hold the look. Declan finally relaxes. God, Sarge, you had me worried there. Mal laughs, moves a little closer. <laughs> Should kick you on your ass for leaving me with a knocked out Alliance fed on my ship, though. We could solve both our problems. Drop her out an airlock and make a run for it. That we could. Mal casually touches one of the hanging chains. Or could not. Declan looks at him and Mal slams the chains into his face. Kicks the gun right out of its hand. It falls over the side of the catwalk. They stand facing each other, the chain swinging between them. I guess this changes things. Might. You turning me in? Thinking about it. Declan starts inching towards the shuttle. Mal keeps pace. It was an alliance factory. Those gears are an essential part in a new line of military skiffs. You do remember what those skiffs did to our men on the field? But they're not using those skiffs on us anymore. If for now. But the next time a planet decides that maybe they'd like to celebrate one of their own holidays, what do you think's going to happen? The Alliance is going to go ahead and say, hey, we'll all bring cake. But it wasn't just the factory you blew up. Commander Tanaka is the top-ranking official in this sector. And all those people. Children. This is war. Acceptable casualties. You remember that, don't you, Sarge? It isn't a war when they're not shooting at you. Then it's just plain murder. Declan launches at Mal, and Mal's only too happy to throw down with this guy. Mal takes a punch and then throws one. They grapple on the catwalk, slip to the ground, rolling one way, then the other, almost going over the sides. Down below, Zoe and Quillen race in through the door of the infirmary. Quillen pulls out her gun. Puts her sights on Declan. Zoe pushes Quillen's gun down. He needs to do this. Quillen gets it. Nods. Declan headbutts Mal. Mal grabs Declan by the shirt, tosses him over his head. They both slowly stand, never taking eyes off each other. What happened to the great Sergeant Reynolds who had a cause, who believed in one? The war ended. We lost. Mal and Declan launch again. It's nasty and messy. Declan lands a pretty vicious right hook, and Mal stumbles back. Mal grabs the hanging chains and pushes off the railing. He swings, kicks Declan in the chest. Declan sails over the side of the railing, lands on a pile of boxes, crushing them. Mal looks over the side. Declan slightly stir, stirs, out but alive. Mal wipes the blood off the side of his face. Interior, triage, tent, day, tight on Simon's exhausted face. His freaked out emotions. I can hope we smell a liar. I think you... Can you do that again? Directing. I didn't hear the rest. I can always smell a liar trying to save your sister, weren't you? Simon fiercely looks around. Seems like all the people are watching him. He keeps spitting back to the Alliance soldiers. They seem to be coming closer. Closer. You can't help her. You can't even help yourself. A hand reaches out, touches Simon on the shoulder. 
startling him out of his spin. It's Book. Son, you okay? Simon looks down. Tanaka is dead. Been dead for a while. His eyes, lifeless, staring out. Simon takes a breath. Thought he was going to make it. There must have been another blocked artery. It burst. He bled to death. Book reaches down, closes Tanaka's eyes. I'm sure you did everything you could, right? But Simon doesn't answer. Book stares at him, worried. Right. Stricken, Simon looks at Book. I don't know. They both look up as the rumble of the ships returning is heard. Exterior Serenity ramp, day. Mal and Quillen walk a handcuffed Declan down between them. Quillen has a bandage on her forehead. The other two don't look much better. No one says anything. Interior tent, day. Quillen, Declan, and Mal enter. Quillen hands Declan over to a couple of Alliance soldiers. Goes over to a table. A soldier steps up. Hands her an envelope. She counts the money onto the table. I believe this is yours. Mal comes over, scoops up the money, puts it on the leather pouch, tucks it into his jacket. Saying nothing, Mal turns to go. Declan steps into his path. We're fighting the just cause. Independent thought. Independent dreams. Independent lives. It's a thing worth dying for. Quillen steps over. Declan stares at Mal the whole time. Thanks. I don't think we need your mission statement. Just repeating the words taught to me by the man who trained me. Mal takes that dig. Quillen notices. Get him out of here. Declan finally breaks eye contact as they drag him out. Mal turns to Quillen. No words about you being right? Would it help if I did? Oh no, I can't hear you. Hello? Oh, there he is. Yeah. Who yeah, does a good was... Britney impression? <laughs> you just need me to repeat the whole line again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. please, yeah, please. Okay. Dang, Discord is terrible. No word. <laughs> yeah. Starting over no again. words about you being right? Would it help if I did? Give you a reason to hit me. Hit something. I was right. Mal walks out. Interior Serenity dining room, day. Jane sits at the table sewing his turtle's neck. So he gets food from the bar by the table. Kaylee walks in with Book. Oh, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I was like, damn, who's Kaylee? <laughs> it's been Did so long I'm wearing the wrong outfit. <laughs> I'm like too into, the, too into the cop character. Yeah. <laughs> Not easy what you did. On his family. Least I could do. Losing both parents like that. It'll just take time. Heals all pain, right? Usually. Book touches her on the shoulder, then moves towards the food. Kaylee sees Simon come in, walks over to him. He's shaking his head, smiling. What's up, smiling face? My sister. I haven't seen her this happy in a long time. It's almost like she used to be. I guess she really enjoyed telling stories of those children. She even wanted to go back. Kaylee follows him into the kitchen, where he gets some coffee. Heard you were pretty amazing. Not really. Doctor, no need to be all bashful and such. You should be proud, saving those lives. Simon looks up, sees Book watching him. Inara steps over near them, getting coffee as well. Simon gleams onto her almost desperately. Oh, if you want to know amazing, 
You should have seen Anara. Stepping in with no training, never flinching. It was what needed to be done. They share a smile that Kaylee notices. Zoe moves past them with two plates of food, walks towards the bridge. Wash meets her in the doorway. For me? Yeah. Wash takes it. Thanks. Everything okay? Sure. You know how I said people change? Yeah. You did. Have it. You're still about the moment. Still about the people. Your people. Only this time your people didn't deserve you. And that could have got the captain killed. Wash isn't sure what to say to that. Hey, look at who's here. Mal walked in on the other end of the kitchen. Jane, still with Turtle, sits up. You get it? Mal pulls out the money pouch, tosses it to Jane. Divide it up. Button cool. Jane opens the pouch. Mal keeps on talk- oh, walking. Inara steps up to him, sensing all is not right here. Mal? Don't let me interrupt dinner. He keeps on going, nods to Zoe and Wash, and exits. Zoe looks at Wash. He motions to her with his head to follow Mal. She does. Interior Serenity Ford Corridor. Zoe walks up right as Mal reaches the entrance to his quarters. Captain? Yeah? You couldn't have known. Declan wasn't the man we served with. He changed. Yes, we all have. Mal kicks his door. The ladder drops with a thud. End of show. Take my love. Take my It's not the same without the hat and the guitar. Come on. <laughs> it's just you the set, delay. You set a precedent. <laughs> yeah. Let yes. Eric play us out. Nobody else sing. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Here's the right hat. It's, uh, it's funny because it's oh. bigger than a regular size hat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Good job, guys. That was fun. We're going to have to do yeah. another one of these. Another random script that we'll find on the internet. Is there another Firefly script? <laughs> uh, we got to do all the other shows. Maybe there's a random... Well, since Matt's in a murder basement, we should do, like, Dexter or something, right? Murder basement. <laughs> murder basement. Surprise, Let's just start reading a bunch of fanfic <laughs> we find in the deepest, darkest corners of the internet. We should do fanfic Probably instead. <laughs> oh, my God. Tumblr post. Bark next. Watch 6,000 hours of Dexter. Now we perform the script. I would love to do the steamed hams episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> Is that the. No, that's the Aurora Borealis. This time of year, this part of the world localized solely in your kitchen. Yes. Can I see it? Can I see it? No. No. <laughs> there, cross it off the list. Bam, done. Oh, no, no. Seymour, the house is on fire. <laughs> oh. That's just the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming and joining and doing this table read. Oh. We'll do one soon. Well, uh, by soon, sometime. <laughs> we'll have to find something. That was um, fun. But yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. We'll be back uh, with other shows. We don't know when. angry people. <laughs> I had a great time. Thank you guys for coming yeah. and acting with me. And me doing some bad narration, <laughs> but we will. It was we will. good. It was majestic. Only the first page was a little wonky. It was, yeah. yeah. It was, okay. it was all yeah, a little wonky. Fair, but the cold open is always a little. They set it up like there's dialogue <laughs> and there's not. So. Yeah, and I was like, mm -hmm. ah, I should have like formatted it, but whatever. 
Sad and farted. This one's good. I should go watch this Firefly show. It looks interesting. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah you know, I heard... Uh, yeah. It definitely has a second season. There's got to be like two, three seasons. <laughs> at least, at least. Six seasons oh. in a movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh. God, if only. If only. Well, it is, uh, it is 20 years even to the year that Firefly both premiered and was sadly canceled. Did that come Whoa. out in 20... In- 2002? 2002. High school, yeah. We got four more years until we find a dollhouse script that hasn't been read. I like dollhouse. That was a good show. Oh, I love dollhouse. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you out there for watching and hanging out with us. We will see you guys soon. Have a good night. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.